You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. to WTUZ Radio Podcast. I am your host, Rhonda. Uh, This will be real quick. Uh, Literally this morning on uh, NBC uh, Today's show, they featured a story about a black family um, in California who owned um, land on Manhattan Beach. Uh, So those of you that are familiar with California or those that live in California, you know, Manhattan Beach is one of the cleanest beaches and um, a lot of wealthy folks live there with uh, mansions. Matter of fact, Manhattan Beach is actually my favorite beach in California. Uh, So the governor of California actually signed legislation to give uh, this black family back their land, okay? Uh, So I'm just going to uh, real quick uh, play their story uh, and just, um, just want folks to pay attention to what's really going on in this country. We're going to see a lot of these stories resurface and you're going to see remedies start to be given. Okay. Now, of course, it took them years to get this to come into fruition. So uh, let me right quick go into the story. Um, NBC hasn't put it up yet. Uh, so I found uh shout out to Black Excellence. They reported on this in 2020. It's uh, much appreciated. Um, so check them out. Uh, they were the ones that I found that are playing the entire clip. So it's much appreciated. So here we go. When I told folks that my family once owned the beach here, they would laugh at me. They didn't believe African-Americans owned beaches. So we're in Manhattan Beach, California, at Bruce's Beach Park. But who's Bruce and what's the history behind that name? In 1912, Charles and Willa Bruce bought a beautiful piece of land between 26th and 27th Street in Manhattan Beach, California. On that land, they built a resort overlooking the magnificent Pacific Ocean. While Charles Bruce worked as a dining cart chef on the train running between LA and Salt Lake City, Willa ran the popular resort. The area attracted black beachgoers and other blacks who moved in and built their own cottages by the sea, and it was affectionately referred to as Bruce's Beach. Bruce's Beach was one of the few beaches in Southern California where African-American families could legally attend. As Bruce's Beach became more popular, racial hostility towards the African-American community grew. What followed Black Beach Gores, however, was a flood of harassment by white residents in Manhattan Beach. 
When the harassment by local residents failed, the city stepped in with a solution to drive blacks out of the area. In 1924, more than two dozen properties, including the resort, were seized through eminent domain because the city said there was a need for a public park in the area. The Bruces and other black families sued, alleging what led to the seizing of their properties was racial prejudice. The Bruces sought $120,000 in compensation. The litigation took years and resulted in a payout of only $14,500. After their land was taken from them, the Bruces went inland and spent the remainder of their lives as chefs for other businesses. The land remained a vacant lot for years and it wasn't until the 1950s that a park was built out of fear that the families might come back and sue for their land back. Are you a resident around this area? So when did you become aware of the history of Bruce's Park? Actually, I had heard about it a while ago, but I forgot about it. And my daughter, Amaya, wanted us to come just to be out by the beach um, like a week ago. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to come here and we were thinking, what is it? Me and my husband, because my husband was with us too. And we was like, what is it about this, the name of this park that we were trying to figure out? And it was so crazy because the next day on my Facebook uh, feed, a friend of mine posted a link to the, I think, LA Times article about this particular area and the history of it. Mm -hmm. And I clicked on it and I was like, we were just there. Mm. And so I shared it with my daughter and my husband and we were like, yeah. And so my husband was like, yeah, I remember hearing about that a while back. Mm -hmm. And so we just kind of read the article and refreshed our memory. And then my daughter was like, uh-uh, uh, our ancestors found that. We need to be at that park every week. <laughs> so, so what does this area symbolize to you, this um, park? Well, that there's history that is little known. And so, you know, it would be nice to make sure that everybody's aware of it, not just, you know, through a Facebook feed. When we think about discrimination, or especially 100 years ago, we think maybe California was free of that because it's not oh. part of the South. No, because <laughs> I actually am a direct descendant of someone who was directly discriminated against. My mom, when she came here in 1969, she faced a lot of discrimination because of her accent and because of the fact that she was an outsider. I know that it happened here because this is where she came from mm -hmm. Belize, mm -hmm. straight here. So I just wanted to note, uh, her mom was from where? Belize? Mm-hmm. Uh, she seemed very copper colored to me, but you know, let, let's just continue and, and great job again, blackexcellence.com. Check them out. What this park symbolizes to me is how the system was used to demolish, to rob black people of their wealth, whatever little amount of wealth they managed to build over the years system and laws being used against them to rob them of that wealth. It only makes me wonder how many more Bruce's Beaches are out there 
They might not necessarily be by the beach in a rich area. Might not be resorts. Might not be hotels or a business. But it's the fact that the government used a law to hold back a group of people. The argument I hear right now about systemic racism and how it doesn't exist now because there are no specific racist laws in the book. In a lot of cases, it's not that there were specific laws for black people and specific laws for white people. Some existed in the books, right? But a lot of the times it was not that. What happened is how those laws are get applied. All of a sudden, this community needs a park. When it's a black couple that has built a resort on that land, that land has to be taken away from them. They will tell you it's not a racist law. It's eminent domain, something the community needs, something we would have done for anybody who would have owned that piece of land. But somehow it happens to black people. And they will tell you, I would have pulled you over. The fake $20 bill is something that applies to everybody, right? But how is that law applied when it comes to white people and black people? That's what we are saying is systemic racism. This park, yeah, it happened a hundred years ago, but it's still relevant today. Just think about how much wealth was taken away from the Bruce family because their kids, their grandkids, cannot inherit this resort, this land from them that is worth millions and millions of dollars right now. That's what we're talking about when we talk about the racial wealth gap. We want to make sure this doesn't still happen now. Over the years, the park had many names, including City Park, Beachfront, and Bayview Terrace Park. It wasn't until 2006 that the city council voted to remain the park after the Bruce family. A plaque went up that reluctantly tells the story of Bruce's Beach by first giving recognition to a white man, Mr. George Peck, who was, quote, one of our community's co-founders who made it possible for the beach area below the site to be developed as Bruce's Beach. The plaque makes very little mention of the Bruce family. When I told folks that my family once owned the beach here, they would laugh at me. They didn't believe African Americans owned beaches. So over the years, this park has had various different names. And the last paragraph here, it tells you why it was named Bruce's Park at the end. And I'm just going to read what it says. The Manhattan Beach City Council renamed the park as Bruce's Beach in July 2006 commemorating our community's understanding that friendship, goodwill, and respect for all begins within our own boundaries and extends to the world community. All are welcome. On the surface, that's such a nice sentiment. You know, to commemorate all love and accepting and understanding starts within our boundaries. But why not say, this is dedicated to the people that had a resort here, who were driven out of this community. These people were a beacon of hope for the black community in LA. All of that demolished. Now there's a new movement to not only replace the plaque, 
with a new one that accurately tells the story of the Bruce family, but to also give the land back to the family, along with the restitution for 95 years of lost revenue. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> again, uh, this is Legacy of a Stolen Black-Owned Beach, Bruce's Beach. This is in Manhattan Beach, California. Um, and it not only happened to the Bruce family, but it happened to a lot of uh, black families. And anybody that's familiar with this beach in California, you know that it is one of the cleanest beaches. It's also um, a wealthy beach with million dollar homes. And uh, I just was really floored that um, <clears throat> black folks owned this beach. Um, and because it, it's literally my favorite beach in LA and second is Venice Beach, which I knew that a lot of black folks had land on Venice Beach as well. Um, but the land was given back to the family. Um, the governor, I forget his name. How can I forget his name? Because he's controversial. The governor in California uh, signed the paperwork for the beach to be returned to the family. Uh, for now, the family is um, leasing back the beach to the city. And... Um, they have to have paid the family, but the family still owns uh, the property. And so on today, on the Today Show, uh, they had the grandson of uh, Mr. Bruce, which would be his grandpa, Bruce. And um, he said he, he wished that um, his grandpa was able to see this. Uh, so... I just wanted to bring this story to you all. Uh, again, shout out to Black Excellence for covering this. Uh, give them a check. Check them out. Um, this is Legacy of a Stolen Black-Owned Beach, Bruce's Beach. Uh, this is a clear case. There's no getting around it. There's no tap dancing of generational wealth stolen. So I wish you all well on this Friday. This is Rhonda with WTUZ Radio Podcast. Peace and love, family.